Good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Morning from on the porch. Uh, it's uh, Crossville, Tennessee. For, for once, we got a nice day here. It's, uh, the sky is blue. There's no contrails. And uh, it's about 60 degrees. Um, I want to start off by talking about some legislation that's been proposed in Texas. Uh, now, I, I, I've said things about Texas before, and I stand by them. Actually, it's a techni- Texas representative that's been proposed in the National Congress. Right, right. Well, it's come out of Texas. Uh, yeah. And uh, this Sheila Lee Jackson. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. Sheila Jackson Lee. I got it backwards. Uh, she looks like a carbon copy of the other one, the, uh, the, other, the other racist uh, bitch. Uh, uh, what's her name? You, th- you thought it was uh, her when you looked at the picture. Right. At the moment, I'm at a loss. All right. Well, in any case... Uh, this legislation says that uh, we can't talk about uh, white replacement. Uh, we can't talk about the historical fact of the clergy plan. Uh, we uh, and uh, under penalty of, of imprisonment, uh, we will not be allowed to say anything. And, 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 this and the law- only people allowed to break that law that would be breaking that law ever would be white people. Right. Right. This is a law specifically geared against white people. Uh, I shouldn't say specifically, maybe, because uh, let me tell you, as you all know, I'm from New York, and a lot of my friends are black, and uh, my best friend, uh, I don't want to say his name, uh, he's probably uh, much more uh, anti-immigration than I am, and he's black. Uh, uh, He's a foreman in in a factory, and he, he just can't stand these 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 uh, immigrant uh, well they're not immigrants they're they're alien invaders they're, none of them none of them have green cards and uh, they're basically unmanageable and they're taking jobs away from blacks and they're taking jobs away from Hispanics so Sheila Jackson Lee's law is, is probably more detrimental to black people than it is to white people I, I want to get that across to black people that that have uh, have IQs over eighty. Uh, this is going to hurt you. You know what? White people are about 10% of the planet's populace. And granted, they've done some foul shit, uh, you know, uh, colonialism being one of them. But, uh, you know, colonialism also brought great progress to, to the places where it was applied. And this was acknowledged by Aldolf Hitler and National Socialism, which was about as anti-colonial as you could get. Uh, if the colored races decide that they want to eliminate the white race, they might be able to do that. They might, uh, with a concerted effort, uh, uh, they might be able to exterminate all European whites. Uh, what will you get with that package? You will get no, tra- no system of mass transportation because the colored races did not uh, invent ma- mass transportation, nor do they maintain it. You will lose your energy grid because the colored races did not invent an energy grid, nor do they maintain it. You will lose uh, your food supply because if you look at Africa, it's stricken with famine. Uh, Not to mention, I mean, as uh, great literature is basically a a product of Europe, uh, uh, great, great painting, Great art. Have you ever looked at, at sculptures that come from 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 uh, 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 these these these? Uh, I don't want to say brown races. They sound like some kind of Ku Klux Klansman, and it makes me just as racist, maybe as uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. And where did she get that name, Jackson Lee? Are they trying to be uh, ironic? Uh, we got two Confederate generals uh, she's named after. Uh, I, I mean, or Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters is what she's. This one looks like she was. It looks like somebody cloned her from Maxine Waters. Uh, so, I think black people ought to take a step back and see who they're supporting. Uh, 
you, you know, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Uh, and, and you don't want to go back to living the way you were in Africa. I can tell you that right now. Uh, do you, Just you ask go, the folks living in Africa now. You, no, go to Liberia in Africa and, and go see how those, those African slaves that were freed and, and went to Liberia, go see how they're living. Go see how they're living under their, their own allspices and their own direction. Uh, is this what you want? Is this what you want for your children? Uh, I, 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 I am, uh, you know, I, I back a lot of, uh, uh, I, I agree, yes, uh, white cops are continuously shooting black people for no reason, although they shoot a lot of white people too, which has been lost in, in the narrative there, uh, uh, you know, the Brian Stelter narrative or CNN narrative. Uh, that, that was when we first started to go wrong. This is a divide and conquer uh, 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 narrative that they're spinning. And uh, the first thing that come out was, was Black Lives Matter. Oh, Black Lives Matter? How about, how, how about, how about white lives? How about yellow lives? How about, how about red lives? Uh, how about lives matter, period? That's right. Everybody's life matters. Uh, and uh, uh, if we're going to allow... People like this, the legislative force, particularly in Texas. I, I don't understand Texas politics. I don't understand what Abbott is still doing as the governor there. Uh, he's orchestrated an invasion of this country, parades around, they call him a conservative. But meanwhile, he could have he could have he could have positioned the National Guard at the Texas border, and that would have been the end of America's open borders right there. Uh, he doesn't do that. Uh, you've got that other guy running around there that's always uh, running uh, uh, O'Rourke, or what's his name? Uh, Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, the perennial candidate. And, and he's coming closer and closer to getting elected every time he runs. Uh, what are Texans doing? What exactly are they doing? Uh, I'll tell you what they're doing. This is, uh, what, 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 you've been hamstrung by, by, by John Hagee and your Zionist Christianity. Uh, you've been told that all this is okay and, and that, 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 that uh, these people on CNN, who, by the way, are all Jewish and all Israeli dual, dual citizens and these legislators, uh, that they're, they're the chosen people. And they're keeping their mouths shut. And as, as, as Phil brought up last week, oh, many of them are sending money every, every year to Israel. Uh, and consequently, Texas has become maybe as bad as New York or California. I, I don't understand how this woman's, and, and she, she uh, happens to come from the most gerrymandered uh, district in this country. That she, It was rigged. The election was rigged to put her in there. And, and, you, I, I don't understand how this woman can function and how that district, how the sheriffs in, that, 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 in, in Texas do not put together posses, go in there and round, not, not only arrest her, arrest everybody who voted for her. This is a racist, racist law. Uh, this is this is as, just as bad as if we 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 had let a drooling Klansman into the Senate, uh, into the legislature and and started passing or voting on laws that Klansmen were making to put black people back in chains. Uh, I don't think any white person would ever contemplate something like that. Yet we have sub eighty IQ black people. And let me tell you, you know, you know, in this country, I know in Tennessee, you know. If you have a 70 IQ, you know, Tennessee will not execute you. You know why? Because you're retarded. Because you're retarded and you're not considered uh, responsible for your actions. Why are these people voting? And why, why, why are we continuously allowing uh, people like the CNN, that those animals at CNN, those homosexual child molesting animals at CNN, at CNBC, uh, to continually get on the air and incite. This, this, this is violence, man. This is violence. Uh, all of this is violence. Uh, the gas prices, I told you last, last week about this, they're not going down again. Uh, they, they went up another 30 cents since I, I told you last. They're not going down again. Uh, it's now 90 cents. They've, they've come up in a week and a half or two weeks. Okay. Prices of eggs have doubled, the most important food source we had. Because they went around and they, they, were, they were murdering and executing chickens at three and a half million at a time. And I told you about that when they were doing it on the strength of a false test, just like the one they were given for, for COVID. And now, now we're paying the piper. We're paying the piper for their violence, for their destruction of the food supply. We, we can no longer 
tolerate this kind of behavior from our legislators, uh, from from D.C. Uh, we, uh, if necessary, we're going to have to break this country up. We're going to have to form counties, and we're going to have to put sheriffs in charge. Because let me tell you something: these districts, like 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 uh, Sheila Jackson Lee comes from, they don't produce anything. Okay. Or Maxine Waters district. Or Maxine Waters or Ocasio Cortez, they produce. Nothing. They are welfare districts, and they are not going to dictate to the productive parts of this country what we can say or do. Well, uh, in California, they want to. They want to give all of them black folks two hundred million dollars in reparations. Right, and every uh, and California is one of the most productive agricultural uh, states in this country. And uh, well, so is Texas. Texas, uh, you know, it's got cotton, uh, uh, cattle. Uh, it's, and, and the people that, that own these things, I don't even know if I can use the word own. The people that built these things up to, to, to where they can feed the whole world, they can feed the whole world, uh, they're being pushed aside for the people with 70 IQs who, who, who couldn't get up and cook themselves breakfast, let alone produce something uh, every day. They are non-productive citizens, and we can no longer afford to have them dictating a single word, a single word. Like I said, raising the price of gas, doubling it, doubling the price, that's violence. And the only way you counteract violence is with violence. I don't care what anybody wants to tell you. Violence begets violence because that's the only answer for violence. Go ahead, Phil. Well, on to the. I'll take up with that word violence. Um, I was. Now, I have to apologize to our listeners and readers. Um, I don't get a lot of time or make a lot of time to spend time answering comments on the board. Um, We've got some really, really good comments with regard to uh, our last conversations on the porch. And I want to thank all our listeners and readers for for their comments and, and the education you give me in the discussion. Uh, Mike Kay hit on something the, uh, yesterday, I think it was, with regard to you know how many people have their their guns and and most of them don't know how the hell to use them yeah. and have never ever thought what it takes to pull that trigger when that those sights are on somebody else um they won't be able to and most of them will not and and it, the thing i i've noticed as i watch and and listen and read on the internet and talk to people uh, all over the community here, many, many, many people have guns. Lots of people have guns. You ask them why. Protect my family and my property. Are you willing to use it is, is a question that the majority of those people have never, ever asked themselves. Are you prepared to use it? And it comes back to the... Revolutionary War, in some senses, the Revolutionary War was only fought by three percent of the population. And if you figure that only three percent of the population are going to stand up and fight for their liberties, uh, it's no different now. You've got that means ninety-seven percent of the freaking people are apathetic. They're full of apathy. Um, you know, there's a reason why I put thousands of rounds through 9mm pistols, thousands of rounds through AR rifles. Um, it's not so that I'm a better marksman. It's because when the brain is in a stressful situation, if you don't have that muscle memory and the will to force that trigger, to fire that cap, then it's not going to happen. Because it, it just it ain't going to happen, and you're going to wind up dying and losing your property and everything else. Um, you have to have that skill. And, and that skill has to be so ingrained that when you go through 
and some of you may know this term, some of you may not. When you go through the OODA loop and you get to the action part of the OODA loop, and I will explain that later, um, when you get to the action part, you better be ready to pull that trigger as part of that action. Uh, Could you explain the OODA loop right now? Yeah, I, I don't will. know what it means. Okay. Myself. <coughs> Excuse me. Military jargon. Um, <laughs> it was originally taught to Air Force people, but I apply it to everything nowadays. Um, it was taught to pilots, and it's observe and orient, decide, and act. It's a very simple decision-making process. You observe something. Well, if you observe somebody coming in the gas station convenience store that you happen to be in, and they walk up to the counter and they're pointing a gun at the head of the clerk behind the counter, you are observing. Now, at that point, you orient yourself. Do, can I do anything with it? Do I have arms? Do I have anything else? Um, or do I need to just hide because this guy's going to kill everybody in the store? Um, that's an orienting yourself. Uh, additionally, you decide, well, I don't have any guns. I need to act. That act is, well, I'm going to stay out of this guy's way and make sure he can't shoot me and kill me. Uh, now, once you've made that decision, you go back through the OODA loop again. He's not observing. I observe. He is not observing me. I'm orienting myself. Okay, he's not observing me. My orientation is out of his line of sight. Now it's time to decide. I decide to move because he's not observing me, so I'm acting. I act, but I also would have had to observe and orient where I'm moving to. So this OODA loop, the observe, orient, decide, and act is a continuous process. Well, when you observe this person is, is about to pull the trigger on you or somebody else, and you're oriented holding a weapon pointing at that person, you still have to decide to pull the trigger, and then you have to act. Well, if, it, if the action is so ingrained in muscle memory that the only thing that's going to stop that action is a strong force of will, then you are likely to survive because you will have the speed and have made the decision based upon observations and your orientation to the situation and, in this case, the target. OODA loop goes on all the time, but in the, in the case of violence... That's what determines whether or not you decide to walk out of a bar or get in that fight in the bar. Um, you observe that there's a fight coming. You orient yourself by looking at it and saying, okay, it's coming to me. You have to decide, am I going to fight or am I going to leave? And then you have to either fight or leave. That's the fight. act. Um, so that, that's what it, OODA Loop's all about. And in the case of um, the situation with money and the cost of living going up and so on, everybody is going through that same simple process just when they pick up a, a dozen and a half eggs and they see a $10 price tag on it. Well, do I decide to buy them or not based upon my orientation? My wallet's empty. Um, so you can't buy them. And so you go back through that decision process. It's a very simplified decision-making process. Um, that being said, we have got such a small percentage in the, of people in this country, even with the millions of gun owners we've got, that are likely going to be able to act because they haven't reviewed those particular scenarios and, and ingrained that mentally with their muscle memory. And unless you're practicing and practicing particular scenarios, either physically or mentally or both, it, it's going to be very difficult. It's a lot easier to be apathetic. 
Okay. Uh, well, you know what? I, I said before that, 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 that uh, black and brown people don't build the infrastructure of countries uh, in spite of what you've been told by, by these, these uh, uh, college professors who work at Harvard and Yale and have never produced anything themselves. Uh, you got to remember that, that, that if you're in a teaching position, that means you couldn't hack it in the field. But, um, digress, uh, you do have a choice. You can get rid of Caucasians. You probably can do it. And you know what? Then you become under the auspices of Asians. And if you think whites are racist, uh, any black man or, or woman who has ever been in a Korean or a Chinese supermarket or restaurant knows that they despise black people. That 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 the hate that comes off of them is palpable. They sweat it. They sweat it right out their pores. So if that's what you want, uh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Get rid of whites. Get rid of whites. Because Asians, they got the the OODA loop. Asians got no problem with pulling the trigger. Uh, they never have. And they they uh, Mao uh, got rid of. Uh, uh, millions and millions of opium addicts when he took power. Killed them. Killed them outright. And you'll be looking at the same thing for your 70 IQ crack babies that we stupidly, stupidly uh, financed this, 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 uh, uh, this uh, boom, this, 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 uh, well, no, it's actually a, a fertility boom. Uh, uh, these, these, these women, these women that have 70 IQs, okay? Uh, they have no way of making money. So what do you do? We start popping out kids by the time we're 16 years old, have, uh, old enough to have them, all right? Because the government is subsidizing each one the of those. Social programs. Right, okay. And now, now this woman with a 70 IQ has produced 10 more children with 60 IQs. And all of them, all of them got their hand out because none of them, none of them can do anything. They can't even clean a goddamn house or work a farm field. They're too stupid to even do that. They need the government checks. And what we've done, we've done by subsidizing this, as we've created an army that's going to be the, 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 the it's going to be the death of, of civilization. And, and you know who will inherit the world? As the Bible says, the yellow races will inherit the world, and they will be ruthless as they are known to be. Uh, so you, you keep pressing your law. You want reparations? Uh, who wants reparations for the Civil War? You say, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of reparations for black people for the Civil War. As long as the Irish who had to free them, who, who got starved, two-thirds of Ireland was starved with the British Corn Laws driving them over here, and the one-third, that, that, uh, actually, it was, no, it was two-thirds, and the ones that did, well, they survived, they had to come here. And as they got off the boat, they were handed a rifle and told they were going to go fight in the Civil War against the South. That's what happened, you know? Go watch uh, Gangs in New York. There was the biggest riot that ever happened in this country because of that, okay? So if we're going to pay reparations for uh, to blacks, then I, I suggest that, not, I not only suggest, I will not pay a dime of reparations to blacks unless reparations are paid to the Irish for freeing the blacks, okay? We can go on and on like that. Who did what to who? Uh, and whose money are you going to take to pay the reparations? Oh, yeah. Exactly. The, the Indian immigrant that came to this country yesterday, no, maybe that legally came and is working in a job producing, you're going to take that person's money and give it to somebody whose great-great-great-grandfather in 1860 happened to be a slave that was freed. Right. That's bullshit. Well, that is not bullshit. Only, it's not only Indians or brown people. What about what about Italians? What about uh, what about Irish? What about what about Germans? They didn't own any slaves. That was a strictly Anglo-Saxon thing, and most Anglo-Saxons didn't have slaves either. I I, I published what I wrote about uh, that during the Martin Luther King Day in 2020. Uh, those guys they did not fight for slave owners. Nobody fought for the rich to get richer or to have. They fought for states' rights. Most of them were barefoot. The Southern Army, half of them didn't even have shoes. You think they had slaves? 
Slaves had nothing to do with it. That's been that, that, that's been changed in, into something that it wasn't. It had nothing to do with anything. As a matter of fact, your, your biggest Southern generals wanted to free the slaves so so they could have more men to fight on their side. And and and, and as far as the South was concerned, they would have freed their slaves within ten years. Within ten years, most most. Uh, responsible academics will tell you that too. That's that's where it was going. Uh, the British had already done it. The British were out sailing the ocean, sinking slave ships by the time the Civil War was fought. Uh, there was no way slavery was going to last another ten years in America either. Uh, what happened to those blacks? Yeah, they were promised forty acres in the mule. Those freed blacks. That's not what they got. What they got is a ticket to New York City, to Detroit, to, 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 to all the eastern cities, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Chicago, to go work in sweatshops, to go work in sweatshops. And it's the same thing they did to the southern white man. During that same period, go. and all the way up through the 1960s, southern young men went to the factories for city jobs. They worked in the factories 30 years, and then they came back to wherever they came from and might have got a little farm to keep them going for the rest of That's their life. That's what Mexicans doing now. That's what Mexicans are doing. They, they, most of them, they don't want to stay here. They, they come here, they're going to work, they're going to save their money, and send it back to Mexico and build something nice in Mexico. So Mexico doesn't charge $10 for a dozen eggs. They don't charge $5 for a gallon of gas, okay? You know, they've made this country unlivable. These legislators are not elected, and I, I, they, I, I only see one way to get rid of them. Uh, that is for the sheriffs to pick up their responsibility as heads of the county, organize posses, and... Uh, they will have to be removed by force. If the military don't want to do it, we'll have to go to the Second Amendment, and it will be posse comatos. Uh, they must be removed. Uh, and as far as reparations, this is a joke. This is a joke. It's all, it's all part of the, the same program of white genocide. Of eugenics and genocide. I was just going to say that. Now, I... I wanted to finish off my essays with uh, the Tukey Memorial Post 1 and 2. But you know what? I felt it had to be said because I saw where it was going and I, I wrote the Borman Factions, which includes uh, probably the best account of the clergy plan you're ever going to find on the internet. Uh, but uh, the, the crux of the three-part piece was who these people are that you are seeing at the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab and, and that, that disgusting little Jew who thinks he's a god. Uh, uh, Yuval Noah Harari. The guy has, he's bald. He's five foot one. He's a, uh, a deranged homosexual. Uh, he's not very bright if you listen to him talk. And yet he claims he's a god. Uh, Yuval, why don't you make yourself grow some hair to start off with if you're god? But... Who is in, behind these eugenetics? It all comes together in the, in the Borman faction. Hitler and the National Socialists were betrayed on the steps of Russia. And who they were betrayed by was these, these industrialists of Europe, starting with the German industrialists, I.G. Farben, uh, uh, and on into England with the industrialists there. They were colluding together, and uh, they were colluding with Rockefeller. And all of it, all of it went right back to eugenetics. And after the war, I.G. Farben had its own trials, okay? And, and none of those guys did more than a year. Uh, and they all went right back to the, captain, uh, the captains of industry. And what I.G. Farben was known for, the lawyer that did the investigations, he couldn't even find any of their money. What they were better than anybody else in the world at, start, led by Martin Borman, was creating shadow corporations to hide their money. Now, when W. got into office... He 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 he, uh, he he half he brought in half of of his his, his staff were, were worked for the pharmaceutical company. This this was I G Farben. This was these were not not these were the Nazi traders. These were the Nazi traders. It's ended. It's ended with the institution of the eugenetics program. Uh, they are either going to inject you that w with something that's going to make you walk in lockstep to their, their 5G cell phone towers that are sprouted up all over the place, or they're going to kill you. They're going to genocide you. Right. They're going to kill you. Uh, they've had the same plan for 125 years. I've said this before. Rudolf Steiner was not clairvoyant. He just hung around in the circles. He knew what they were planning. 
and 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 at, at the beginning of 2020, they certainly did institute this. Uh, you are looking at yourself, and I'm not just talking to whites. I'm talking to blacks. I'm talking to Hispanics. You are looking at yourself being euthanized. Okay, uh, we need to get together on this. We got to stop. We got to stop fighting over things that 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 morons, more subhuman morons like Maxine Waters or Sheila Jackson Lee or Ocasio Cortez or, or well, let me name some white people. How about Beto, the guy in the the guy who breastfeeds, or Pritzker in Chicago, or Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Nancy, yeah, thank you. I almost forgot Nancy Pelosi. Uh, all right, Hillary Clinton, Bill These Clinton, are out to kill us the all. Bushes. You just go on They're down the list. They're out to kill us all, and you better do something about it. And I'm not talking about uh, watching YouTube videos. Uh, you know, you're not going to see anything on YouTube that's that's going to. This certainly would not be on YouTube the way I'm talking. Uh, YouTube is no help at all. You're going to say anything of any value, you're going to get cut off of YouTube. Okay. Uh, now, what I was thinking is we were going to have the Russians fix the whole problem for us, or the Chinese when they started lobbing missiles. Well, boy, that didn't come about either, did it? Well, you ain't the only one. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people are disappointed with Putin's behavior. Uh, I, I hope a lot of Russians are, too. Uh, he's now feeding Russian youth into a slaughter more, more of, into the more of death right now. Uh, he's allowed NATO to build up their troop, con- uh, troop concentrations. He's allowed them to bring forward the, all these fancy weapons they have. Oh, he's- please give me more tanks, more tanks. Yeah. And, and now now you're looking at the full force of NATO right in your face. Uh, and uh, you ain't going to win that war easy anymore. Uh, and this is all because of Putin and, uh, and the Kremlin. Uh, they have betrayed the human race, and they have betrayed the Russians, Russian people. Uh, 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 I, I, don't, I don't know how you can... Uh, these kids that are getting dragged off to go get killed in the Ukraine, they ought to turn their guns on that bastard in the Kremlin. Uh, but, uh, let me hand it over to you for a few seconds, Phil, while I catch my breath. Okay, I'm going to change subjects and kind of slide down a different avenue here. Uh, we're in the middle of winter. Some places get six feet of snow, and some places it's still sunny and might be 70 degrees out. But if any of you have a garden where you produce one tomato, or you have flower gardens, or you have a farm, a big farm, little farm, any kind of farm, if you heat with wood or don't heat with wood, there are maintenance things that need to take place in the middle of the winter time. Uh, one of those maintenance things that you need to take care of that goes along with just what we're saying now is even before you get into the middle of winter, you better check your go bag. If you don't have a go bag, you better put one together. But you have to change things in the wintertime. Um, make sure your knives are sharp. Make sure you've taken your weapons out and made sure that they, uh, they work and cycle well in cold weather Um, make sure that you clean everything that's one side of it the other side of it is what happens if the power goes out do you have a generator when was the last time you fired your generator up Um, you know maintenance a monthly maintenance schedule is really important but in the winter time if you're relying on a generator that you haven't tested in in six years um, you're going to freeze. It's that simple. Uh, so there are winter maintenance activities. Plan, planning goes into uh, the winter for gardening, <clears throat> ordering seeds. My uncle used to love this time of year because he'd get all his seed catalogs in. We do the same thing around here. We sit and look at seed catalogs when we're determining what's going in this year. If you have uh, records from last year, you have to do a look at those records. Well, we put in this many plants of this kind, and we can this many jars, and where are we at in the middle of winter? Is it already gone? Have we used a quarter of it? Have we used a fifth of it? That helps you to determine what you're going to put in in the spring. The other thing you have to plan for is your animals. 
um, dogs and cats and, and other animals that you have, um, that winter maintenance might be just providing them some distraction so they don't destroy your house. Uh, there's a lot of things that I've, I've been thinking about. You know, you want to get out and cut the grass. If you're one of those people that loves your yard and you want to cut your grass as soon as you can in the spring, well, now's the time when you get a sunny day and the snow's melted off because I know in parts of the north it does as well. Um, in northern Michigan, you can get days in February and March where the snow will all melt off. That's a great time to get outside, enjoy the sunshine, soak up some of the rays. Lots of vitamin D there for your health. Um, but more importantly, you can pick up all those sticks and everything that's dropped into your yard so that when you want to get out there, you can go and have your fun and not have to spend a day picking up sticks instead of having the fun of running around on your mower. There's, there's a lot of maintenance things that have to happen in the wintertime. Um, and, and my suggestion is if you're not doing regular maintenance on vehicles and maintenance on computers or anything that should have maintenance and you're not doing it, it's going to fail just like a weapon that isn't cleaned and, and fired often. Um, it's going to fail when you need it most. And, and that's a very important factor if you wish to survive. If you wish to survive a man-made or a natural catastrophe, if you're not prepared for it, you ain't going to survive. And I would suggest that the majority of people who listen to this podcast are preparing in some way to survive not only this reality, but on into the next. Um, and, and in my way of thinking, in my belief system, if you don't learn to do those things this time, you will in your next reality, your next incarnation, wherever that happens to be, you're going to learn about maintenance the hard way. Anyway, that's my winter maintenance tip. It's funny. I'm sitting here listening to Phil talk, and I, I'm remembering the days of my youth. Uh, wintertime, the tackle boxes were all emptied, hooks were sharpened, rods were repaired, uh, reels were repaired, uh, and then uh, as soon as it started to get nice enough, the barnacles were scraped on the boats which had been hauled and the bottoms painted on the boats. Y you know, I always hated, like, uh, marching uh, because that's when he would have me out there scraping the boats and painting the bottoms of them. I, 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 I dreaded March and, and, and uh, yeah, well, by April we had the boats in the water. So March... Was, you dread it until such time as you're paying for well, the equipment. Well, I was equipment. 12 years old right. at the time. When, when you're paying for the like, equipment, you understand. Oh, no. <laughs> and he didn't want to hear nothing, you know. Uh, I had to go out there. And I, I wasn't even allowed to carry one cinder block. I had to carry two at a time, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I used to dread it. I used to dread it, but that was like... that was We were busier in the winter. I was busier in the winter than I, than I uh, was in the summer mating on... Actually doing the mating on the boats. Uh, so you need to really uh, you need to, you need to get into your stuff what you what you need to to, to perform your product productivity and, and and get it all honed get it all honed for when the year starts uh, and this is the time to do it whether you be a fisherman a hunter a farmer uh, somebody who's producing something somebody who's producing food of course uh, the people in, in uh, Sheila Lee Jackson's uh, Sheila Jackson Lee's district. They don't have to do nothing. They just have to worry if Joe Biden's going to cut them another check. Uh, that's all they have. We should bring us to, we, you know, I had promised not to say nothing about the World Economic Forum because I feel it's virtually a clown show. Uh, uh, but uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Uh, Klaus Schwab was late to his own party. He wasn't even going to go. Uh, George Soros decided not to show George up. George Soros didn't go. Bill Gates didn't go. Uh uh oh, but they did send the director of the FBI. Uh, there's not, these, these, these Justice Department and the FBI, those, those institutions should no longer exist how, after how they've performed. I would, let, look, I would join the first sheriff who wants to organize a posse and go arrest them. I will arrest every FBI agent there is in this country, and I'll arrest every Justice Department employee, too. And, you, and, and until such time as they come clean on a, a tribunal, they will be... 
held accountable. We were promised the church committee to look into how, how they, they've colluded with Google to stupefy our nation. Uh, and they're we, already stonewalling it. From by God, we better get that church committee. Oh, oh, oh this, there's got to. There's got to be violence. There's got to be. There's got to be. We cannot tolerate these people anymore. They are parasites. They are not even 1% of the population. Uh, I don't want to hear from them anymore, and I don't want to see them anymore. Uh, maybe they're getting the message over at the World Economic Forum. Switzerland sends 5,000 troops there to guard them. Switzerland, the most useless country in the world, barring none, <laughs> barring none, barring no African, no South American hellhole, Switzerland is the most useless nation we have and consists of the most useless people we have. We should carpet bomb that country. I don't care. I can do without their chocolate and their Swiss cheese. They sat in the 20th century and they did what the Jews are always blamed for doing for a hundred years. They never participated in any war. They financed both sides of them and they became rich. They Bingo. are, they Bingo. are the worst enemy the human race has. Not even barring Israel. I, I don't care. I, 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 it's all about Russians bankers. Russians are not my enemy. The Chinese are not my enemy. The, 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 the Swiss are my enemy. Uh, and just the fact that they would dare, dare to send a military contingent to God, those, those, those slackers, those parasites at the World Economic Forum. And, oh, you could tell me, oh, Switzerland's the richest country in the world. No, 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 no. Switzerland is only rich if we go by the, uh, the, the economic system that they set up. According to National Socialism, uh, 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 wealth, wealth is labor, okay? And the Swiss don't have any labor. What are they going to do? Wander around the mountainside and yodel? That's not labor. They are poor. They are a poor nation. They are a third world nation. The only thing they have over there is a bunch of fruitcake scientists that CERN trying to create a black hole. They don't even know whether they're going to destroy the universe with it or not. Uh, get rid of, we need to get rid of Switzerland. We need to get rid of Switzerland and maybe everybody in it, too. Go ahead, Phil. Well, I, my thought with regard to Davos and what's going on there is... Uh, as much as anything, there's a pause in the news cycle right now. And I don't know if you noticed it or not. Yeah, I definitely noticed um, it. And that pause in the news cycle is so that all of these narcissists that are sitting over there at Davos can have the spotlight turned on them and the negative feedback from the media and everything that's going on in the world is is something that will not be brought up by the mainstream media, owned by the same people, of course, who were there at Davos. Um, their hypo hypocrisy is on a global scale. We talk quite often about the hypocrisy of the national uh, leadership and the corporations. Well, this is a global scale hypocrisy that is coming from these people. And, and it really amazes me that you don't hear anything about um, prosecuting or even investigating, unless you're in the alt media, uh, the uh, same things that Biden did, that Trump did, uh, not being investigated. Or the FBI never, you don't hear about any of this while Davos is going on from the mainstream media. What you're hearing about is, oh, how wonderful they are and how they propose to save humanity in the next 10 years. Well, screw them. Um, the problem is, even though I do say screw them, on the back end of that, you have U.S. legislators, U.S. corporate heads, huge corporate heads, that go and help to plan their next two, three, five, ten, hundred years of social manipulation, and then they take that back to the United States government or the Chinese government or the South African government or to their uh, Hewlett-Packard company, and they implement all of these policies and procedures steering humanity from this body of 500 people. That's worse than having a, uh, a Congress in the European Union or a European Union. It's, it's worse than the Congress of the United States because none of them are elected. 
but they are directing and focusing and pushing for the American people and people in general across the planet to comply. And therein lies the issue. Uh, and, and, you know, Jack's got it right. If somebody has less than X IQ, how can they make decisions? They can't make decisions about their future. They have to rely on others. Sometimes I think it's, it's laziness and apathy, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that life's too comfortable for them. They don't have to think about tomorrow. They don't have to think about the tomorrow of their families um, because it's been this way for hundreds of years. We'll always be this way. No, you won't. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. No, they're not going to continue feeding you. The red states are not going to continue feeding you 70 IQ crack babies. Uh, they're going to pull the rug out from underneath you. You're going to be eating each other. Uh, uh, Phil, Phil's pointing out a very important uh, uh, point here. Ooh, the, the news cycle has stopped. It's virtually stopped. So uh, uh, there's nothing. Nobody's saying anything about the pr- price of eggs doubling this week, uh, in a week. Nobody said anything about the gas going up, not on Fox, not on CNN. The price of gas went up 90 cents a gallon. Oh, where's where's the reporting? What, what, what job are they doing? Who are we holding accountable? Who's the media holding accountable for any of this? Obviously, it's the World Economic Forum that it's coming from. Who uh, And Bill Gates, he, yeah, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He, he didn't attend because he's the guy buying up all the farmland. He's the guy killing the chickens in the background, okay? And so, and so he don't, he don't want to go. He's the guy that wants to put mRNA vaccines in every different kind of animal that we happen to call food. He's smart enough not to go stand next to Yuval Noah Harari, the god. You know, this five-foot-one, greasy, Jewish, bald god. Uh, or Al Gore calling down extraterrestrials as yeah. the source of our problems. Yeah, you know, if these people think they're gods, let's see them perform some miracles. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, if you're a god, perform some miracles. That's what a god does, man. That's what my wife said when we were talking yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just take, take, here, you have a glass of water. It doesn't have to be a difficult one either. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you a glass of water, turn it into wine, okay? That's right. If you're a god, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, maybe I'll give you a five-gallon bucket if you can make good wine, you know. Yeah, man, manifest a, a case of beer for me. I'd be happy. Um, the, the point there is, is these people are not being held accountable. Um, and there's so many cutouts. You know, Bill Gates being the head of, of his company, Microsoft, uh, used to be anyway, um, you know, to think about that pencil neck geek trying and doing his best to control the entire planet through a piece of software is is ludicrous. It's absurd. It's absurd. That's what I said. The only, the, you know, what Bill Gates is doing is. He's violence. He's exercising violence. He's exercising eugenetics. It, it's, it's, it, it is eugenics through indirect violence that most people don't see as violence, but it is, and I agree with you, that it's violence against a person that is done indirectly in the name of progress. Well, I don't even know how indirect it is when you kill three and a half million chickens on the, or, or burn down a pig farm or, or destroy a food processing plant. To me, that's direct violence. I mean, militarily, wouldn't you, you would take those things out first. And like, that's you, direct violence against humanity, not against a particular group. That's against humanity. And that brings us to this, this uh, well, the Georgia Guidestones aren't there anymore brings us back to the the population reduction. There's lots of population reduction going on um, and and efforts for that. And and whether it is to reduce the population for some other purpose or because the uh, others feed on uh, the the fear, the louche that is, is released by fear and trepidation, uh, whatever the reason is, these people that are perpetrating this violence are not being held accountable. And I'm not sure what it's going to take to hold them accountable. Uh, 
two people sitting here talking, it, it, it's not going to happen. Ten people talking and commenting on the boards, it's not going to happen. So what is that trigger and catalyst? And I leave this question to all our readers for the comments. What's the catalyst that would cause that global shift away from the system as it is I, now? I have a suggestion. Uh, how about we start by seizing, <laughs> seizing control of our own mass media again so, so it functions uh, as, as a product of, of the voice of the people and not, not the product of the voice of Davos or the voice of uh, the multinational corporations and the globalist pigs who have laid waste to our lifestyles. Uh, let's, let, we, let's start by taking back our own media. Uh, the ability to think and speak freely, you mean? Sure, like like Phil says, yeah, two guys talking right now on the porch, that's not going to help much. Uh, ten people commenting, that's not going to help much. But you give this a national podium, and, and uh, a real podium like it's, it should have, uh, instead of watching Brian Stelter blind me with his head there, that shiny head of his, he must have went to Yuval Noah Harari's hairstylist, uh, uh, then, 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 yeah, then, then maybe we will see we will see a reaction. Uh, maybe, maybe people will come out of their zombified state. Uh, uh, it starts. It starts with Google ha- having seized control of all the media. Uh, of course, of course, the media was controlled by rich people all, all, for, for its entire existence, but never so blatantly. Never so blatantly, and and so uh, uh, it's evil now. It's evil. They they they're celebrating the 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 the, uh, the, the sexualization of children. Uh, this this I look. I turn on the TV and I look at the news. On I feel like I've just entered the uh, through the gates of hell. Uh, all all is missing is the howling. Uh, and if uh, they have Joyce Reed on, the howl too. Uh, but. Uh, we, we, we need to take these people off the air uh, and, and replace them with responsible journalists. You know, Congress is trying to do that. They've, they've been talking about this tech censorship bill, yada, 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 for a long time now. And I, I remember during the years of, uh, well, shit, must have been the 60s, um, when there were... Um, strikes, and there were uh, boycotts of sponsors, and those kinds of things which would make changes within media. Media is driven by advertising, not by what the reader wants. Um, It's driven by who's going to advertise and what does the advertiser want me to say in my program. Well, those advertisers, those sponsors, if they were gotten to directly, could and did influence what the media presented. Nowadays, uh, all the monies in the hands of, of, and all the media companies are in the hands of the advertisers. They're all in bed together. So until we get to a point where the common man sitting on the porch can say, well, you know, Jimmy down the street and Charlie across the road and and I and everybody in this community, we stopped using Johnson & Johnson products or we stopped using Microsoft products because of their their push for this or that particular viewpoint. Until we get to the point where masses of people are doing that, that particular option won't work for us anymore. Also, is another thing you can do personally is to empty your stock portfolios of any tech stocks. I said that last week. Uh, and media stocks and all this other right, bullshit. Right. Stop financing these animals. Uh, they're killing you and they're killing your children. You know, you're getting rich. You're getting rich and, and your kids will be dead. Uh, what good is rich when your kids are dead? Uh, pull, pull your portfolio and start looking at what's in it. You got pharmaceuticals in there. You got media stocks. You got big tech stocks. You're, you're subsidizing your own death, man. You're subsidizing the extinction of of, of your genetic line. Uh, I, I don't know how anybody could be so foolish. I will say that that you know these aggregators like Fidelity and BlackRock. BlackRock. And, they're another one that's at Davos right now. And and the one thing I want to bring up about those companies 
is they are um, in bed with just about every single um, retirement plan out there. If you work for a county or city or state government, they have somewhere they have to put the money to draw interest upon that money for the people who are retired. That's the way it works. Well, um, I believe it was Greg Abbott in Texas, and there was another governor, um, and I don't remember who it was, but they both made their um, retirement plans divest themselves of any participation or purchasing of any BlackRock product. Now, if every county government that was tied to all these mutual funds and this plan and that plan and all this other bullshit, um, if they were to look at what is in the best interests of the citizens who are their county workers or their state workers who work for 30 years for a retirement, um, and they see that these companies are out there ready to kill their the, the people who are working for them, that are producing for the state, or producing for the county, the road workers, the, the, the county sheriffs, and all these people that you want to keep around. They're good. They do their job. You want to provide them a retirement. Well, that retirement isn't going to be much of a retirement, even if they are getting a living amount to retire upon, if the world's gone to shit because you funded that from your state government by purchasing the products of those people driving the current narrative. Um, and, and thankfully, some of the states are starting to do that. Uh, I... I don't, I, don't, I can't really add anything to that. Uh, divest yourself of the, 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 the... First of all, we shouldn't even have a stock market anyway. Uh, I, I went through that last week. But uh, we do, unfortunately. But that doesn't stop you from not, not buying those stocks like BlackRock, uh, uh, like, like Google. Uh, that, 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 uh, that, that's what you should be uh, worried about if you live in a McMansion and you have a portfolio and you want to help. And you want to help instead of uh, 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 just being a dread because you don't produce. You certainly don't produce anything pushing circle uh, papers around in circles. Uh, and uh, did you ever try to eat a Google product? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll leave you with that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's about a wrap for this week. We uh, certainly hope that uh, you will visit us often at Substack and. Uh, Watch for the new website coming. Um, I've recovered from the issues of the last week. Now we're moving forward. Uh, we wish you the best, and I will give the final word over to Phil. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jack. You're Phil. Okay, good. Good, good. Yeah. People always ask, well, well, everybody knows your name is George. Uh, you know what? Well, you use you use a screen name. That's that's what that's what you go by. Uh, that's that's why it's my. That's brand what name. you're known by. That's it's my what... brand name. That's why I use it. I'm not trying to fool anybody as to why. You know, I've published my own address many a time. People tell me not to do that. I, I don't really care. You you wanna you wanna come get me? Come on, you better have a badge, or you're gonna get hurt bad. Uh, but. Uh, uh, th that's. Uh, I, I think we've said what we have to say this week. Uh, I, I, I thought a very interesting point by Phil uh, about the uh, the slack in the media now. Uh, nobody, uh, eggs. Price of eggs has doubled. The price of gas is on its way to double. Nobody notices. Nobody notices. All we get is little speeches by Yuval Noah Harari that you are no better than a banana or a virus. Uh, no one, no one, no one. Bill Gates don't want to go stand next to that fool. I'm surprised nobody don't dust him off in the street. I know if I ran into him on the street, he'd be a banana. Uh, 
we'll see all you people next week. Uh, next week we're going to bring in into we're going to go do a little more cult stuff. Uh, but I, I felt this really need, and so did Phil. We really needed to say this stuff this week. Uh, you know, you can't ignore this stuff. Uh, you can't ignore the price of eggs doubling or the price of gas doubling, can you? So you guys have yourself a good weekend and go take out those tackle boxes, those guns, uh, those farm implements, and sharpen and hone stuff. Uh, we're getting uh, we're getting into spring, guys. Looks like spring here. Thanks for joining us for today's conversations from the porch. To view and listen to Jack's work, subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.